Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome to Ghosts and Grit. How's it going, folks? On this podcast, I'm joined by the legendary Chris Cyborg. She is the only Grand Slam featherweight champion in UFC, Strike Force, Bellator, and Invictus. She is a beast, and she also loves animals. Who knew? And make sure you smash that like and subscribe button. If you're watching on Rumble, hit the follow button. And thank you so much for all your support. All right. Uh... We're rolling. Chris Seibold, thanks for coming down. Uh, welcome. My pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Hey, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, okay, so first things first, I think you have the same birthday as my daughter. Yes. July 9th? Yes, Yeah, 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 that was my, yeah, my daughter just celebrated her first birthday, and then um, I was looking online, I was like, oh, you guys have the same birthday. Yes, nice. Right on. Very yes. cool. How old your daughter? Oh, she just turned one. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah she's, a, she's a fresh, well, I, yeah. I have four daughters. I have uh, 11, 8, uh, 5, and 1. Ah, oh, nice. Blessed yeah. family. Yeah. Good. Yeah, lots of lots of yeah, humans. Good luck at four girls. Four girls. There's a lot of there's a lot of emotion in my house. Soon gonna have a gray gray hair come up. It's starting to come through. <laughs> it was funny. I like yesterday morning. Uh, I was I was getting. I got up early to go to jujitsu, and as I was leaving, like all of them were crying. <laughs> and I like raced to jujitsu, and I like go to my coach, and I was like. Man, I need this today. I just yes. like, can you just like, just beat me up a bit, please? Because <laughs> it's just like an emotional roller coaster at my house. How nice! You train jujitsu too. I do, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, yeah, cool. Not not too long. I've been like, uh, like coming up on like three and a half years. How nice! Yeah. It's yeah. nice when you're dead and you train, you forget about everything around. Oh, fully. If you don't forget, somebody gonna choke you. <laughs> so oh, t- yeah. I'm like, I'm like, bring it on. Great. Yeah. Like, maybe I'll black out today. Do me a favor. <laughs> so, how you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. Yes, been training, been enjoying family. Yes. Right on. And you have a you have a fight coming up maybe in does uh, October? Yes, first okay. or second week of October. Okay. Yes. Uh, how you feeling about it? I feel good. I've been training, you know, for I'm mean, one year now doing MMA. I'm doing more boxing. Yeah. So, but I'm ready, you know, for coming back and defend my title, and I'm very excited for the next fight. What do you What are you enjoying more at the moment? Do you, is it kind of both the same or different? Uh, I, I like challenges now. For me, it's like, okay, mixed martial arts I've doing for 18 years, almost 19 years, and the box is different. Even if it's martial arts, but it's different. You know, you have to train it different. The way you punch, you move around, mm-hmm. it's really different than MMA. And you don't have grappling or anything, so. But it's a nice experience, for sure. Upgrade my game for a mixed martial arts, yeah. for sure, because it's just a strike, and I enjoy, I enjoy. Right on, yes. very cool. Yeah, no, I, I saw that you, you switched over to boxing, and I was wondering, like, is it hard to kind of turn off the instinct with the, you know, with wanting to incorporate mixed martial art when you're just kind of standing up, you know, exchanging blows? Yeah, the experience is different too, you know, but it was nice, great opponent, you know, then then they, they making me learn more mm-hmm. and, but make me better MMA fighter for sure. Right on. Yes. Cool. How did you, what, like, how did you end up becoming a fighter? You know, I never have a dream to be a fighter. This is like people asking me, hey, you want to be a fighter when you're like a teenager? No, I don't. 
I never want to be a fighter, but I love sports. Mm. I play handball. It's okay. like a Europe game. Yeah, yeah. People call handball and think I play with a wall. No, it's like one game, six people against six people. Okay. You can make go with your hand. Uh, I play soccer. I play a little bit of basketball. Um, I did a tracking field. I did a lot of a lot of competition when in school. I love sports. And one of the prayers I have, I, I would say, okay, I want to live my life, be athlete. Mm. Doesn't matter what sport. Because I was doing good, a lot of sports. And when I was away in university, I was playing handball, like professional. And one guy saw me play handball. And he came to talk to me. He told me, I think you can be a great fighter. I was 19 years old. Wow. And I told him, no, I don't like fighting. They said, no, you need to come to this gym. You're going to like. And... He's, he's asking me, asking me, I could show up in the gym, I shoot the box gym. It's one big, big gym in Brazil. Like, you have a lot of big names coming from there. Vandley Silva, Shogun, a lot of fighters. Yeah. And then I start training. I say, hey, maybe I can do one fight for see how it works. So in six months, I did my first fight. Uh, my family don't agree, don't like it. They say, I don't want my daughter doing fighting. This is no nice. And but I'm doing it for 18 years, so wow, yes, it's crazy. Where's your Where's your comfort zone? Do you Do you prefer doing the, the Muay Thai or the Jiu Jitsu? Like, where's like Where do you feel like is your? I strike. I start strike. Mm -hmm. um, I like finish the fight like violent, like mm -hmm. punching, kick. So, but I have to train every team. But most, most, but I like strike. I think it's more excited for the fight fans. Yeah. Even when I go ground in the floor, I like a ground and pound and. Yeah, but I train jiu-jitsu. I respect jiu-jitsu. You know, it's, it's, it's really good train too. So, But I love finish the fight excited. Right on. Yeah, yes. you got to put on a show for the fans, yes, right? Yes, yes. Did, did that, was that something that came naturally for you? Like understanding that like this is a sport that people want to watch, so put on a show? Or is that something you had to learn? This is so funny because when I did my first fight, uh, I trained six months and I told the coach, okay, I want to do a fight for the Seahouse work. Because I compete all the time in other sports. Now, for me, it was normal. And they said, okay, Chris. And so then close the fight for me. I have no experience. My first fight, I fight professional already. Uh, I fight one black belt jiu-jitsu, the girl. And I didn't know I have that thing inside my heart. When they call my name and I go, I went to a war. And I lost the fight. I dislocated my elbow because uh -huh. I fall over. But after the fight, I say, man, I born for this. <laughs> like, I didn't know I have that thing inside me. So... Yeah. And just, I fight with my heart. I fight everything I have inside me. So this is, I didn't know I even have it, I think, when I did my first fight. And I love, I love my job. I love what I do. It's, it's good. Definitely, uh, yeah, I mean, you're one of the best. So, you know, you, you, you put on a show for us all. And it's like, yes. it, it's, you know, we can really, you know, when you're saying like, oh, you know, you fight from your heart. Like, you, yes. you know, as someone who's watched so many of your fights, like, I see that. And know? the fans like, you know, when the fight very excited. So then this, the beginning when they came, they started calling me a killer machine. So and then I started giving the names for me, but I really tried to do my best, you know, even though I have a lot of experience, but I was training, doing my best and be example for everybody and you do my best. Yeah. How do you feel about Amanda Nunes retiring? Did you did you want that 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 other fight? Uh, do you know I was I was just talking about my team. I just closed my new contract, but I, in the end, I have a little little dream. You know, they have the rematch. You yeah. know, we never have the opportunity to have the rematch. And when I see she retired, I know she did a lot of sports. You know, she's an amazing athlete. Congratulations for her and everything. But I feel in my heart, ah, maybe we can have the rematch. But my team say, Chris, I think she's gonna retire before you. 
but okay, this has happened. But I think maybe she's young. Yeah. I think she's just gonna have her second kid. I think maybe in the future she would like to come back. You know, we never know. We never know. Is it? I mean, for the, the you know the, the women you fight, how many of them are, are you friendly with? Is it is it kind of hard to to put up that wall when when you're uh, friends with them? I. I'm I'm not friends too much for uh, the reality like this. First, I don't rate I don't hate my opponents. Mm -hmm. I think is I don't hate them. But the reality because we live far away, you know, with the people each other, we, and they usually don't fight your friends, mm -hmm. and that usually don't happen. But it never happened for me a fight with one friend. Uh, but some some fighters I know like Leslie Smith, I have a little bit talk contact with her before. They fight a couple years. Uh, Holly Holm, uh, we fight each other, but uh, I think she's a big example. I love watching her fights. Her career is amazing. Mm -hmm. She did in boxing, came to MMA. So some fights I touch, talk a little bit on the Instagram. Arlene Blanco too, but mm -hmm. but no friends because they're gonna fight each other maybe one day again, <laughs> but some. Yeah. You know, so we focus a lot. There's kind of two buckets that we like talking about on the podcast. Okay. It's ghosts and it's grit. Okay. Where where do you think your grit came from? Uh, you have to I have to know what is the grit, baby. Your grit is like your like your toughness. Like where ah. where where did that come from for you? I believe it come from when I was a teenager. I believe um, my parents was divorced when I'm a kid. I don't remember much because I was very young. Mm -hmm. um, but I believe this is make me tough. Like. Uh, I think I wanted them together, but but I don't know. I say this, but yeah. I feel like when the way I'm escape for don't think about anything. This it was training, so uh, every sport I show up in my when I'm teenager, I did. Mm -hmm. I do my best and they practice. I think this has helped me and overcome everything. This you know help the sports help me. I think the sports you not know, having my life. Maybe I was doing another else thing, but I believe the sport change and giving me strength for me overcome everything i mm. think this has helped me oh yeah absolutely you know yes. i think it's it's funny like i um you know with my kids i'm like come on you guys got to find your sport and my i'm, I'm like totally heartbroken because my my eight-year-old is a phenomenal gymnast uh -huh. and she just quit and i'm like Ugh. like why are you gonna quit and she's like i'm just i i, I don't want to do it anymore because she's a real she's real kind of headstrong she's a little bit nuts um, but it's funny because at the beginning, my parents didn't. Then they ask me. My parents are not lit like it. they don't ask me to train. But I feel like I because in Brazil you start even here in the school we start to learn a little bit about each sport. Mm -hmm. So in the class, and they say I like this, and I start to feel good when I've been practicing. So I'm going to do this. Yeah. So send me when you go training jiu-jitsu like we talk about. You forget about anything else around you. So I, this is. I forget anything about you know around me, so it was really good. I have amazing relationship my dad, my mom, mm -hmm. but I think is, uh, I think this is helping. I think this is the one thing helped me. So do you think that as a as a child you kind of escaped into your this athletics like yeah. it was a way for you to kind of yeah? I off? think it was my word, you know, like that. Yeah. Sometimes uh, my mom don't see me all day. I come back with a medal, you know. I was running back with a medal, so I think it's really helped me be who I am today. Yeah. And uh, where where in Brazil you grew up in Brazil, right? Yes. Whereabouts? Uh, Curitiba, uh, South Brazil. Okay. Yes. Right on. Very yeah. cool. And how how long have you been living in the states? I moved. I I came to America 2007 to do a couple fights, mm -hmm. but I moved for stay six months, and I'm now here 14 years. Oh, wow. In 2009. Did you was it a, was it a bit of an adjustment when you moved here? 
Yes. Now, the reality, I didn't speak English. Mm. I learned English in school a little bit because you learn a little bit, but I know the colors, the number, but when you move to America, you just when I fight here, I know, okay, the corner, red, your other corner is it's blue, so fight, <laughs> wet, <laughs> stop. So I learned small things, and it was a big challenge, but you know, I have one dream. When I came first time to America to do my first fight, I saw how people support our, our sport. You know, how people have a sponsorship, the fans crazy for us. Because in the beginning we talked about this 18 years ago. So when I talk to people in Brazil, I'm a fighter, people look at me, what? Like, what do you do? So, you know, what do you do for a living? I'm a fighter. So yeah. it was weird. But when I did my first fight here, I see how the sport so grows so much. And, and I said, no, I need to move to America. Even I need to move there because that was the best opportunity for me. So when I move here, I have a dream. So I have a lot of challenges when I move to America. Um, I live in the car. I have, uh, have to learn all the struggle here. And no complaint for my family because how they're going to send me Brazilian's money, reais for America, dollar. Sure, yeah. So, but I don't complain because I have a dream. And I want to make a better opportunity for my family too. And yeah, overcome and be here, you know? And I have a lot of friends, you know, God left me alone. I have a lot of good friends too, help me here. A lot of Americans, a lot of Brazilians helping me. It's American, thankful. That's, yeah, I mean, and, yes. and how, long, how long when you moved here did things, how long did it take for things to start kind of picking up for you? Um, I, I came, did my, uh, when I fight, I fight Gina Carano, I got my first title. Uh, so the things come change, but it's, it's really different, you know. But the hard time I have when I, I have one, uh, uh, when I, I, I've got my first belt in, in, in Strike Force, mm -hmm. and then I defended my titles a couple of times, and then, you know, I have a fight to do one test, and then test you if you have anything in your system, and I get some supplements, and then I fell up in one, one fight. And this is how it was hard. Mm -hmm. It was like one year uh, overcome, you see who's your good friends, who's with you and no champion, who with you and have money, no money. Like, it's very important. I, I don't feel like, a, I think it's good time happened this with me because you really know who you you appreciate in your life. For sure. You know, who's yeah. with you that moment. Yeah. You know, the hard moment is the real family going to be around you. Yeah. You know, who's you can call. You know, you see how many times people going to call you. So, um, and you grow up too. So grow up a lot. And after this, I overcome this in one year, and I got other four different belts too in my career. But the one thing I learned this, um, I learned like uh, before I, my goals is my belt, the belt world champion is everything for me, like the, when I got my first one. And when I lost, when this happened, um, I saw there's no everything. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like no everything. Like uh, it's just one symbol. Symbol you met meet a lot of people. Symbol you can be more famous. Symbol people you know get a little more money. But it's not no more. There's nothing. Nothing they can go bad after. You know like. Um, uh, but the 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 difference is like, uh, uh, what do you do outside this? You know like not just to be the champion. You hold the four titles, mm -hmm. but. Be the champion of people's lives. Make the difference in the people's lives. So I start to understand this. You know, hold a lot of titles is good. It's nice. 
but is make the difference people's hearts. So uh, doing community jobs, go to the community, help people each other. I think this is the most important because this legacy stay forever. For sure. You know? Yeah. I and mean, that, this process, I learned in this process everything. Like, okay, what champion I want to be? I want to be the champion just to hold the four titles and, you know, be arrogant, don't, don't care about anybody. Oh, I want to be the champion of people's hearts. Tell the overcame and come to the dream, but, you know, you can help another person and get your dream too. So I want to be this person. I want to be the legacy, like a shadow, you know, be, be the people champion's lives. This sure. is what I want to be. So the, after this, I started learning, you know, every fight, I like to make one go for help the community, bring, talk about, share my testimony. And this is the most special because stay forever. Yeah. So some people are going to start fighting after talk to see my story. And they say, you know, they're going to remember this forever and they're going to continue. Mm -hmm. This is the legacy I want to be, you know. Is, was that the kind of inspiration by, you know, from the trip you went to Uganda? I, I saw some of that online. Yes, actually, the, the fight in Uganda, because every fight, I have a fight, so... Um, I went to church, I pray, and then God put, I always ask God, God, put in my heart to what I want to do after this fight. Mm -hmm. Sending me some people, sending me, giving me something. And then one of the things happened is I was, I started to listen about the water wells. And then when I put in Uganda and I started to see the, how they're doing this. And before the Amanda Nunes fight, I said, you know, after this fight, I want to do this. I want to put the water wells. And... Open after the fight, open everything else, and then I went to Uganda and they hear about another fighters. He does this too. He went to Uganda and he put the water wells. Yeah, and there was one tribe, uh, Pygmies tribe. Mm -hmm. They started then try take out them from the jungle, and they have one civilization life normal. Then teach them uh, plant, uh, take care of lives, work, you know this stuff. And then they really need the two water wells. Mm. So we always, I have the price in my head, was I going to bless somebody? And then work as low two water wells price. So I say, okay, it work well. And it's nice, can I help then? And then I went to South Africa, do some training. They say, Chris, the water wells are ready. You want to come to the, <laughs> the, the commemoration? I say, okay. So then went to Uganda. Was, the best trip I have in my life. Nice. I was complaining about one lost, one fight. Can have 14 years undefeated, and can make money, and and I was complaining. And when I see people there, suffering every day, walking 30 miles, forget water. Yeah. No have water when they wake up. So like what? Like I cannot complain about anything. I'm very thankful, very healthy. So I just so it was big, big, big think in my life too it's yeah like yes. yeah it kind of you know when you have experiences like that it, it it's it, very important yeah yes. yeah it's 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 ego deflating no funny because i come on back from there and then i was in home then my daughter i don't want to eat this what <laughs> you're gonna eat this so, because you see how people there really struggling you know yeah. and then you see the you our kids a little bit spoiled for sure you know, yeah. <laughs> and they always play like, you need to go there for see how it's work, you know. Yeah. I think it's every, every single person would like to, supposed to be there and make the difference. But see, we, we have everything, you need to complain anything, you're very thankful. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you, you mentioned, you know, about kind of praying and asking God for, for questions. How much does your faith kind of help you, you know, guide you in life? I think it's everything for me, you know, guide everything for me. Um, I'm a really have relationship connect every day you know talk to him every day um 
and then I uh, and obviously sending people for me talk to me you know and and uh, I started I start I did when I'm scared I have a little relationship but I start understanding more when I'm getting older like uh, maybe 19 when I start fighting mm-hmm. and I start to understand it is like example example we fight every day train every day every day is like one battle Every day is coming some thoughts in your head, doing this, doing that. So you have to see like what is good, what is not good. So when you're walking through with God, you can pass through this, overcome this. Mm. He gives strength to you. And and for me, it's everything I ever fight. It's my strength. It's my faith. And then when I fight, I, I try to show this for my fans and help them too, for give faith for they overcome all the problems they have. And... Yes. Was that something that you realized you needed or it just kind of was always there for you? You know, one thing happened for me. So when I when I be, I got my second title and then one church invited me to to go do my testimony. Mm-hmm. And I went to this church and I was there in Curitiba and I was talking about my story, everything. And they say about the story, the, the guy saw me play handball. And he said, I think he became a great fighter. And then I figured out to the pastor that they say the guy was the member from the church. And he was living in Portugal now, but he said, no, he's, he's from this church. So for sure, sometimes you connect, you didn't see God. God have connection with you every day. So I feel like, man, that guy, if he don't talk to me, I think he could be a great fighter. I was never want to be a fighter. Mm-hmm. This is out the like never is gonna be a fighter. One guy saw me play handball and they said I think he can be a great fighter. And then I figured out this guy was from the church. So God have a plan for me before I think I want to be a fighter. Mm-hmm. So if he never talked to me, I was never gonna happen. And I say, no, he's have a plan for everybody. So but sometimes we didn't see the plan. Sometimes it send signs, but we didn't see because it's some blind, don't see, the, you know, a lot of things, distractions in the world. And and then I start to figure out like this, you know, and then my faith just open my eyes every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty it's pretty amazing because I've had, you know, I've had moments like that where you're like, if, you know, if that, if you decided not play handball that day, that guy wouldn't have seen you. Yeah. You know, and I've had similar moments oh, where nice. if I was like, I randomly went somewhere, so bumped into someone, it led to something else and, you know, and another door and another door. And it's, you know, it, it definitely, it puts things into perspective, you know, you're like, hey. I don't you know. believe in coincidence. No. I believe uh, everything has a purpose. Yeah. So, for sure. Yeah. Nice. Um, how have, uh, I, I saw something about you getting stem stem cell down yes. in uh, Colombia. Yes. Want to talk about that a little bit? Yes. Uh uh, Bioaccelerators in Colombia. I went a couple t- couple times, maybe five times over there. Uh, it's nice for small injuries, like good big injuries, depending on what injury you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some injuries, my knee, my wrist, and my shoulders. And I go there, the treatment, then it's very, then, then very professional. You go over there, then check everything you do, MRI, see what you have. And it really works. Mm. Really works. I have a lot of bad sh- shoulders because handball. Yeah. You know, I played it 12 to 19, so it really helped me for for recovery. You know, for the fighting, recovery for the injuries, and I, I don't have any problem. My wrist before I pop out all the time, and I start doing there. Yeah, and the wheels work well, no problems. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. I I went in. I went to Germany in 2000 and. 
maybe 14 and because i i got i got diagnosed with ms in in uh like 2012 and so i went to germany to go get some stem cell for the ms and it was the craziest thing like when they did the whole treatments i didn't have a cold for like i think four years mm -hmm. i just never got sick and it was like because my immune system was just so rock solid because that's what they what what i had done they plugged stem cells into my immune system and all through my lymph uh, my lymph nodes and uh it was awesome like it yes really and then do ivs depending on what you have there then really then treat you well it's all professional it's amazing yeah yeah amazing yeah. i have a lot of fighters who went there friends go there and really cool and a shout out to my friend joy right yes. on <laughs> yes very cool um what do you see like you know how long do you want to keep fighting for like is this a thing where you just want to keep going and going or do you have like a, a goal no i have a goal to complete it 20 years okay so i mean working my mind this you know because everybody say okay retire but then after a little bit come back so um i love my job i think uh, the beginning uh I, it's a passion eh? the after they start the job and then i really love it when i complete 20 years i've been doing 18 and I'm going to do the biggest fight for my fans and enjoy every moment. Mm. Yes, and maybe do a couple of boxing fights more. And cool. Yes. Right on. Yes. And, and you live, where you're, you're down in... Huntington Beach. Oh, okay, cool. Yes. Right on. Yes. And you, ha you have, like, is that where your camp is or do you, do you tend to travel for when you're... Uh, I go back and forth to Vegas, too, because, you know, I have a business there, too, training there, too, then coming back to California. Uh, but I do my more camp in my in my California. I have my private gym, cool. training, doing the camps for the fight. Yes. Is it is it hard to not overtrain? Yeah, I I, I overtrain. I think all the time. I love to train, so I like to run. But we ha always I like to train all the time. Yeah. But the dependent intensity, you know, like uh, when I don't have a fight, the intensity is for make better my plan game plans, getting better jujitsu, getting better my 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 tie grappling everything so then when i have a fight you have the 12 or 10 weeks prepare for the fight prepare for your opponent um the intensity of the condition is more harder so it's getting a little bit better after the fight i chill a little bit and they come on back mm. yes yeah how come you know how come orange county huntington beach area it seems like that is you know the mecca for mixed martial arts like everyone's down there I think California. California have a lot of fighters leaving California. I think the weather is nice, and a lot of teams come to the California to make the team, and and they have a lot of people very good, you know, jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, wrestling. And the Huntington Beach have a lot of Brazilians too, a lot of yeah. gyms there. I think California they love the weather, you yeah. know. I think then it's and good, then good weather. The training. Uh, you know, I'm really scared of sharks. Oh really? Really, I am oh, wow. scared of sharks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I I'm scared of sharks too. I've been out. I you know, there's times where I'll go surf early in the morning and I'm just out there by myself and I'm like, if I get fucking eaten right now, like uh, no one's gonna hear me screaming. Uh, like, nobody's gonna hear. Yeah. Yeah, sharks, uh, yeah, you know. I, you know, I like to swim. I like swimming. And then one time my friend said, Chris, she's, she did it there swimming Alcatraz in San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah, my friend's yeah, done that. Yeah, and then she said, yeah, Chris, let's swim in the ocean. It's a different, Yeah, it's different. You cannot see the floor. No. It's like a panic. Mm -hmm. My back hurts because I was panicked to see one fish, one shark. I don't know how she did. Yeah. She's very little. She said, oh, it's okay, Chris. I said, no, it's not okay. My, my very good friend's mother was the first woman to actually swim to Alcatraz in the 60s. Uh. And it was still a prison. And she swam, 
I forgot. I don't know what point she left like the San Francisco Bay Area, but she swam to Alcatraz, and she got to the rocks, and there was a bunch of prison guards like pointing guns at her, being like, "What the hell are you doing here?" <laughs> and she's like, "I just swam here." And they said, "It's impossible. You're a woman. You can't. There's no way a woman can swim here." And she's like, "Well, I just did." Oh. Uh, they thought that she was trying to like break someone out of the prison. She was like, "No, I just wanted to see if I could swim here." And it's cold too. Freezing. Uh, freezing. Oh, uh, yes. Like, oh, shocky and, and cold and yes. like crazy currents. And you can see sharks and yeah. uh, no, no good for me. No, it's no. not for me this one. <laughs> In the pool is better. Yeah, I like yes. swimming pools. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, now I I saw something uh, where Cat uh, Zingano was saying. She like made a comment that like she she thought you weren't very nice. Did you? I don't know if you saw that. Uh, she said what? Sorry. She said she said like she thought like you. She said you were kind of being a bully. I know. I hear a little bit about this. Like, um, I can't. I met her in person. I saw a couple times when it was FC with her. I don't have any problem. Never bully her. Talk to her. Mm-hmm. Actually, she went to the T Tortis gym. I was training there. She came to train with me. Um, I, I never bullied her. I never had any problem. Yeah. Like, uh, she's started the wrong way, promote this fight. Like, she said, ah, oh, she's need to do uh, te- doping testing, use other testing. And I I did it in my career when I signed with FC one year before I signed with Uzada. I was Invicta fighter. UFC, I don't have any problem. Did Uzada. I don't have any problem with this. I think she's started to promote this fight the wrong way. I don't have yeah. any problem with Zingano. I respect her. She's a great fighter. She's a girl beat Amanda Nunes. She's a girl beat Misha Tate. I think it's a great match. And I think it's a great fight. Do you think she's just kind of leaning, leaning into like the whole, the the showmanship of it, kind of create some stuff? I don't know why she's thinking about the bully. I think we are competition fight is, uh, you know, with sports. Um, I never bully. I think bully if you say different ways, but I never, yeah, bully her anything. Yeah, it's uh, maybe yeah. because I think because we my t- me and my team we got her. Uh, Alpha Cats in Gun website. Okay. <laughs> and they will sell the shirts there. But this is a business. Yeah. If you if you don't buy your name online in your, your website, people are gonna buy. This yeah. Is, this is a business, really. Yeah. So this is it's okay. It's just a <laughs> promote the fight. I mean, what what I did hear about the website thing, I did laugh. I was like, that's actually kind of funny. Yeah. Everybody can get a shirt there. Make sure <laughs> go over there and get the shirts for the fight from what the event. <laughs> um. I mean, it's it's got to be kind of because I, you know, it's funny. Like you watch fights and you see people like really, you know, at the weigh in, they're like hating each other. Like I'm gonna kick your ass, all this shit. The fight's over and then everyone's like hugging. Is that is is that common? Is that like just the way it goes? You know, usually depending on who's the fighter, who who you are. Because I don't like to speak much before the fight. Mm. I like to fight there and do my do my job. But I know and I understand you have to sell the fight. And understand some fighters like to do this for see the reaction of their opponent. Yeah. And maybe change the focus in the fight. So get anger, you know, make mistakes. So but I like it. I know I, I respect all my opponents. I step in the cage and just go over there and do my job. So if she wanna try me and be make me anger, I'm not gonna be angry. It's eighteen years I'm doing this. Yeah. I just go over there, do my best I can and do the best fight for my fans. That's the best best way to be. Yes, it's true. Um, all right, so let's talk some ghosts. Do you do you believe in ghosts? Um, I believe in bad spirits. Okay. Yes. Have you have you ever have you had any experiences with that? Uh, like if 
feel little energies. Okay. You know, like you feel. Is, and then when I feel, I pray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Is it something that you it, you grew up with it kind of being a part of your, you know, your culture growing up? Nah. In Brazil, you see a lot of things like this. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like a voodoo things. <laughs> like a voodoo things. <laughs> Wait, story. let's hear the let's hear the story. <laughs> She's not gonna be happy to share this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So my um, you really gonna throw my mom in the bus? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. In Brazil, they have this a lot of religion, and then one of the religion, then then receive the spirit yourself receive it and my mom be part of this for a long time she's not doing this anymore i've been praying for she's get out this and funny because one time ray was sick in the house and then and then she's come coming to upstairs and you want to explain the way it happened baby (laughs) so then 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 she said chris i want to talk to ray and they say mom i don't think ray gonna talk to you because she's already different voice it was like, yeah, and then she want to see her him because he's feel sick, uh-huh. and they, he wants she want to like, uh, no pray but see him and treat him whatever. They and I told Ray, I said, Ray, my mom want to talk to you. They say, I don't want to talk to her uh, because he's afraid. I don't like this voodoo thing. He say, <laughs> and then funny because and then the lights turn off, turn on. And they say, I think maybe I gonna see her. <laughs> then she came to see him, and she was smoking him, and but it was really, really scary. Yeah. And that was the first time he went to Brazil. Imagine, <laughs> I was introduced to my family. <laughs> like I said, Ray, you know, my family a little bit some some fam, part family is crazy, but uh, but yes, it was. Wow. So it's something that's kind of your your mom. She she kind of. I I, be, I I saw when I was kid too. Yeah. Uh, I when she's going, sometimes I was going together. I saw I saw then people receive bad spirit. People say it's good, but um, now I know the Bible is not the good one. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I I know it's real. Yeah. Um, I know they're not here for help us. Uh, people think it is, and it's a battle. You know, it's like a battle. Like in the fight every day, have the the evil, have the good yeah. fight every day. So. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's like when you you drive around L.A. and you see kind of the place just kind of going to hell. You're like, I feel like the evil's winning here. Yes. You know, you you feel the energy. You feel you feel like. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. uh, it's definitely a, a shift as of late. Yes. So because you have to be ready. Yeah. Same with the fight. You have to be ready every day. You have to train. When you close your fight, you're ready. Mm-hmm. Every day we have suffer some battle, you know, and you have to be in, in the good connection. Yeah. You know? Like it connects you for the good. How much time off do you take between when you when you finish a fight and start training again? Is it like you give yourself uh, a couple of days or uh, you go right back? I like to run. So even mm-hmm. if I fight, I like to run. I go jogging, running. I maybe one month or three weeks. Yeah. Yes. If I go travel back to Brazil, but I like to run. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you have any hobbies that people would be surprised at? Um, hobby. I. The one is they say is a hobby. Maybe I like to run. I like to stand with my family. I love animals. Okay. I love animals. I like my house. I have a lot of animals, like a lot of pets. What have you got? Um, um, I have one fish tank. Okay. So I take care. Sometimes I have to do a little surgery, and then I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a bird. I have cats. I have one pig. 
You have a pig? Yes. Before I have chicken, but my neighbors really complain about the chicken, <laughs> so I have to move move on. We um, have fresh eggs every day, so I have dogs, and yes, I have a little. You got a little, little farm going little on. Little farm going. Wow. Yes. How how big is your pig? He's 120 pounds. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> but he's supposed to be a little pig. Yeah. You know the little pig. The mini. You got a mini pig. pig. Yes, I went. I saw about a little mini pig, and then I, I know my fiance would like one pig, and then he tell him the story when he's scared. I say, you know, I'm gonna surprise him. So I went to Google. I put mini pig, and then I go to the link. I bought it. And then I don't say anything to him. And then I went to the <laughs> airport when they come. I said, hey, we have a gift. And then we go get the, the, the pig in, in the airport. Both have to drive with the head outside because the pig pee in poop in the box and it would stink. But it's very cute. It's very little. Like, very little, very little. Yeah, we stink. It's going to stay that size. It's very sweet. And it started to grow. Start to grow. It started to grow. <laughs> and then he was 120 pounds and he had big like oh, this. Wow. He looked like one Javali. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's huge. And wow. then yeah, so you guys can check it out. Cyber Zoo have him. Does he d- does the pig come in the house or is it only outdoors? No. Uh, I don't let him come out the house, but he stay free. He's okay. free of the dogs, he's play with the cats. <laughs> yes, but he he we he sit down. They say pigs is smart than dogs. Yeah. They're really smart. But they have to take a time and teach them and yeah. everything. But he's a very lover. Yeah. I, had a, I had a friend that had a pet pig that would like live in the house with them. And, oh, like, nice. You'd like, I'd like go over and like watch TV and there would just be like a pig in a dog <laughs> bed. <laughs> like, what is going on? Yeah, here? the problem is like uh, many can, can stay in the house if they want, but if it's male mo- food, yeah, because he smell everything. His big nose smell everything, so he's go nuts. He's want everything. <laughs> so. Have you seen the mini cows? Mm-mm. Oh my. Okay, I have ah. to show you this. I have to show you. This is crazy. You know, the one goat I would like, I would like one goat. A goat? One mini goat. Yeah. Then cute. But then say you have to have it too because they have to have a friend. They get lonely. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so check this out. This is a this is a fully grown cow. Um, and Oh, so cute. Look at that thing. Look how tiny that is. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a there's a farm in um, uh, in Washington, and they like breed these mini cows. And they have a lot of hair too. Yeah, too. yeah, they're like highland cows. Like, check that out, Ray. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I have a I have a property in Idaho. I've got a bunch of land, and so my kids are like desperate. They're like, we need you to get mini cows. We need mini cows, and I'm like, okay, cool. So I go and like look up, like let's find a mini cow. It's thirty thousand dollars for a cow. For a little cow. I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm like, can't I just find a small cow, not a mini cow, for much less? Uh, so I I have on big land too in Brazil. Oh, okay. I want I want to live in the farm after I stop fighting. Okay. Look, Ray, he's a weddy. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to be a farmer, Ray? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I, 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 li- I like to carry all the most. Before I want to be a fighter, um, no, I don't want to be a fighter like but before I want to be veterinary. Oh, wow, okay. So I like to carry the pets. I was thinking sometimes, ah, maybe I want to back to study for be veterinary. Yeah. I don't know, I've been thinking about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's always one passion. I, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, I think it's, I think it's so important to, to have like hobbies you're passionate about. Yes. You know, we all, there's so much emphasis in like, oh, you got to have your job, your job, and your job is who you are. And it's like, 
Like, no, like my job is just a means for me to like support my family and like, I enjoy it. I, I love it. But like my hobbies are what kind of inspire uh, me. You know, I was talking about this with my daughter and my daughter just think, oh, I want to get a job and make most money. Like, it's hard to be like this. You know why? Because when you get it harder, you, because at the beginning you're not going to make most money. Mm. It's like if you continue. Yeah. You no, know, overcome, continue. But to, for overcome, you have to have passion. You have yeah. to love what you do. Because if you find one job, you really don't like, just think about the money, when you get it hard, because you're going to see the money soon. So, and then you're going to quit. Yeah. So you have to get something you love, and you dedicate, you do your best, and then the money is going to be consequence. And they're going to come, and then you're going to be happy, you love your job. Yeah. So, and you're going to be happy every day. So. Yeah, exactly. You have to enjoy every day. You don't know what's next day. You have so to true. live the day by day and enjoy every single day. Yeah. Did your daughter train? Yeah, she did a little bit of wrestling. Okay. Yeah, but she liked to compete. She liked to train. I said, uh, you cannot do this. You have to train <laughs> for compete. So, but yeah, she's a little bit. She did high school. Oh, cool. Bit, uh, wrestling. Very cool. Yes. What is it about animals that kind of you, you're connected to? Uh, first, they love you in condition. It's so amazing. You mm. know, I, I love animals. I love to be with them. Um, I like to run, so my dogs run with me every day. Um, I like to. They give me uh, peace. I love to be with them. You know, I like. I I like to be with them. The running is nice. Uh, walk in the park. You know, be with them. Um, other different dogs too. I just uh, got a bird. I didn't know how bird can be connected with you too. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. Uh, I just lost my my bird this week, and then, and then I come home. He's, ah, you leave the open cage. And then I say, where are you at? And then, I don't know. I say, I'm going to look for him everywhere. So, and then he, as he saw me come home and start screaming. And wow. I don't know where he at. I look for his screaming. He's in the tree. He's telling me, ah, you're home. <laughs> so, it's a really nice house. It can get the connection with the animals. And it really, I really love and enjoy to be with them. Nice. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Well, Chris, thank you so much for coming out and doing the podcast. I appreciate you making the trek up here, and uh, it was great meeting you. Ah, thank you. Welcome to have you here. It's amazing. Thank you. Amazing. Don't just talk about fighting. Talk about other things, too. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be here with yeah. you, too, and share a little bit about my life. And I wish the best for you for you continue. Thank you. Train Jiu-Jitsu. Absolutely. Be black belt. Yeah, one day. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe we can do one day training together. You I would can, love that. You Absolutely. You can come to my, my, my place, my private place in Huntington Beach. You can yeah. do some training together. I would love that. And yes, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes. Cool. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.